cliffcentral.com On radio On radio More of the good stuff Cliffcentral.com. Welcome back to the good stuff. Cliff Central's very own happy hour with yourself, myself, Brendan DeCue, the good things guy, and you, because you've tuned in and you're listening, yo. That's why you're here. Um, all right, so what's happening in South Africa right now? We've got flash floods. We have politics. We have still Sona. People are still speaking about what happened at Sona 2017. But that's not all of the stuff happening in South Africa and the world right now. This is the good stuff where we bring you only good things. There are so many incredible things happening in South Africa and the world right now. So inspired, so proudly South African. So much of good news. A couple of things that we're going to touch on today. Street skiing. If you don't know what that is, um, a guy went viral down in Bloemfontein. We're going to bring you the full story. But he went viral down in Bloemfontein um, for climbing on a set of skis in the street. He was being pulled by a Land Rover. The video is Epic. It's just absolutely cool. Um, there's also another man who's using his vehicle, but for different reasons, taking water down to um, the wild animals during the drought. So he's using his own resources, his own time, his own energy to fill up um, water tankers to go to go give the thirsty animals during the drought some water, which is pretty cool. Then something that Kerry brought to my attention, um, she's quite excited about bringing you this story. Medical marijuana is going to be legalized in South Africa. The government have just taken the first steps to getting it there. So we're going to find out exactly what that means and what that's about. Um, and then news that was released this morning, South Africa hosted over a million tourists in December alone that passed through our country. A million. And if you don't know what that means, um, think of an average of like... With hotels and accommodation and flights and all of those things. Think of like each tourist spending 50 grand to be here. Now times that by a million and then try say that number in parliament, Mr. Jacob Zuma. Um, this is the good stuff. Cliff Central's very own happy hour. No bad news here. Kerry and I will be kicking off the show, uh, bringing you a little bit of a catch up. We're changing things up today. So. Last week, um, we had a production meeting here at Cliff Central. We do them every now and then where we actually have to be serious and pretend like we do work and we don't just sort of sit behind microphones. And um, I thought it's time to just add a new sort of stance on the show. So this is what we're going to be doing today. At about 10 past 10, which is in two minutes, we're going to be doing something called our roundtable catch-up. We're dragging someone from inside the Cliff Central studio to come join us and just sort of talk about relevant stuff that's happening for 10, 15 minutes and just sort of see what their perspective is because they're dealing with so many different voices every day and I think the producers are good people to have. We've dragged in Palesa today. We're going to ask her a couple of questions and see what she has to say. Um, and then at about 19 minutes past 10, we're going to do something that uh, is also new. I've called it 50 Seconds of Fame. 50 seconds of fame. It's uh, something that we've brought into the show. I'll tell you a little bit more about that when we get to this. Then we've got an interview with our first guest. Our first guest today is is no stranger to the show. It's that bucket list guy, Robbie. He's in the studio to talk about his new book that he's launching this week. I hope he's brought me a signed copy. Otherwise, he can just leave. He doesn't need to be here. Um, he's he's just walked out the studio, so obviously he hasn't. Um, <laughs> um, and then we're going to be getting into our good news at about 10.35. We're after, we're going to bring in Veronique, uh, Veronique Lalaluta, who is one of the brand new voice contestants and the bookies, if you're into gambling, um, she's in the front runner to win is what they say. So I'm quite excited to get uh, all of our inspirational South African guests in studio. Listen up and get inspired. If you want to get involved with the conversation, it's as easy as visiting our Twitter, cliffcentral.com or myself, Brent Lindicu or Kerry. 
Good morning. What is your Twitter, man? Kerry Stein. Kerry Stein. It's that easy. S T E I N. It's that easy. Or you can give us a call on oh eight six one triple five one eight nine or our official WhatsApp number, which Kerry knows off by heart. Kerry, what is it? Zero seven nine seven eight four two zero nine zero. She totally got it wrong. Uh, or did I get it wrong? <laughs> Has the number changed? Zero seven nine seven eight seven eight four. And I think we need Two to check zero that. Yeah, I think when, <laughs> when we'll kick our producer out, Palessa, welcome to the good stuff. She's already laughing. She's like, you oaks are mad. Hi, guys. Hi. I'm going to get, I'm going to get a little bit naked because it's quite hot in here. You didn't put the air conditioner. It is on. Oh, it just feels a little bit warm. So Palessa, I've decided to pull people in here to get their perspective of what's going on on, on Cliff Central's other side, right? Yeah. Every, every week, Kerry and I used to bring like the regular catch up, but now I'm going to be bringing a regular catch up with someone from Cliff Central. So relevant news that's happening. And, um, and like one of the things that maybe we should touch on, which is so important right now in South Africa. Thanks, Kay. She's dealing with my jacket, which is important right now in South Africa. In, in Johannesburg, it's pissing buckets. Like it's raining. There's yep. floods going on. It's sort of crazy. <laughs> Whereas on the other side in Cape Town, there's no water. The sun is shining. Well, no, we can't sing because it's drought. Like yes, that, yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, there's but a the drought. The sun is shining there. So they they say that the the dams are sitting at like thirty percent full at the moment, mm. but they're actually not thirty percent because when the dams get to that last ten percent, you can't remove that water. The water is like stuck at that ten. So mm. they've only got twenty percent of water left. So I mean, just relevant news. Are you doing stuff to save water? Um, I won't lie. No, I'm not. <laughs> Nothing whatsoever. <laughs> I am not. I promise you, I'm not. I think it's a case of if you have something, you don't realize that, okay, some people really need one, two, three, so you misuse sometimes. And do you, do you feel like you overuse more? Yeah. I you think, do? I, th- I think so, sometimes. Okay, so this has been like a grand That's awakening. That's so interesting. No, 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 but Kerry, I'll tell you something, and I'll be honest, I'm going to be yes. 100%. This is the honesty table, yes, right here. Yes, yes, yes. I... Um, when I was in Cape Town now, mm. because I was down there and they've got these water restrictions, I showered with buckets because I was staying with, mm. at my mate's house. We showered with buckets and the buckets went back into the garden. Yes. And like I did all those things in Cape Town. But when I got back to Joburg, there's no bucket in my shower. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but you, I'm being honest with you. And you know yeah. why? Because right now there's so much water that's yeah. coming down. Yeah. Uh, it's not going to be doing this forever. The water well, it makes season, sense what Palace is saying. In yeah. a way, yeah. Because um, when I mean we've got when you've got enough or too much of something, you just tend to. I wouldn't say be reckless. Okay, so maybe the, just, maybe the question is how do we get better? Like how do we how do we get better? Palessa, are you going to change? <laughs> <laughs> We're putting her on the spot. As of today, because of what's happening in Cape Town, I hope <laughs> I do change. I also see with outside, like with water that we give to guests and stuff, they'll. They'll take a sip and, and then, then they'll leave the and stuff. And then they'll leave the stuff. And obviously we can't drink that because No, because you're not gonna use so, so And then we're gonna throw the water away. Like just to give you just to give all our listeners water the plants. We could water the plants. Actually that's a good idea. Yeah. So just to give all our listeners a little bit of background, Palessa, um, she's here every single day. She sits behind the controls and she makes stuff happen. Like I when sometimes I do Facebook live videos, I really pretend that I know what any of these buttons do. <laughs> um she does, like she really does. And and 
Oh, she's even fixed she gives us a little. She gives us a little cowgirl dance at the end as well. She does this whole thing in the sky. So that we can stop. But <laughs> like a couple, of, a couple of weeks ago, I broke the microphone here in the studio by mm-hmm. accident. But because I'm the good things guy and I'm honest, I came and I told her. And then she shouted at me. And every time I came to the studio, she shouted at me again. Look, mine's got this whole little pulley system going on here. No, they fixed all the microphones. Yeah, that's amazing. Well Well done, done. guys. Well done. Okay, so um, before we let you go and actually do your job, I've got another thing. It's a big announcement for the Good Stuff show because we're quite excited. Mm -hmm. So there's something coming to South Africa on the 5th of August. Somebody. Okay. His name's John Edward. Do you know John Edward? Crossing over with John Edward. Do you know that? <laughs> okay, so, so I'll give you a quick roundup. Crossing over with John Edward is um, he's a medium, he's a psychic, mm, and yeah. and he uh, he has the show that he that he does around the world. He's incredibly well known. If I show you a photo, you almost probably know who he was. He used to have a show that used to come on late at night on SABC three. Crossing over with John Edward mm. is what it was called. And he had this whole big audience, which is what he's gonna, he's gonna do here when he's in Johannesburg. And he has one, he stands in front, and he literally speaks to your ancestors. Like they come through. What? It's mm-hmm. mad. It's crazy. And this morning, so my big announcement is we've secured him for the show. When he's what? in Johannesburg, he's gonna be coming into studio, and we're gonna be crossing over with John Edward in the studio. Can I miss work on that day? But this is my question, right? What because, are you scared of? Because, I mean, if Palace's name didn't give it away, um, she's, she's African. Yes. And, and, like, how does your culture deal with that? With, with ghosts and past and like a medium. With, I think, with us, we don't believe in mediums, but we believe in ancestors. So we don't believe that there's someone who can speak to. Like speak through them or whatever. Yes. We feel like, okay, if I slaughter a goat or a chicken or something, that's me fixing my ways with them or me getting through them. But there's no one. Who should be in the middle? Who should? Yeah, but there's no middleman who should be speaking on my behalf. No, I can do that. Okay, so I'm going to have you in the studio on that day. I'm missing work. I'm going to be sick on that day. (laughs) (laughs) Goodness gracious! She'll probably forget by then. (laughs) Well, she might. She might. She might. Thank you for being on the show and for giving us a little bit of your time. It was just quick and easy, and I'm going to be pulling you in every now and then. So get ready. Do you like being on the other side of the microphone? Do you enjoy that? I enjoy, yeah, no, yes, sometimes, no. I feel like we need to make up your mind. Are you wow. happy? Do you want to be on this side or do you kind of not want to be on I think we put it on the side? spot. Nah, I'm okay with being behind the scenes and okay. fixing everything fixing, for everyone. Fixing all of our F-ups. Yes. Which, um, which we hope not to do. So. All together now. Thank you, Melissa. It's a pleasure. Only if you guys don't break the mics again, I'm going to be happy. Yay. <laughs> so that's Melissa, our producer uh, for the good stuff. We're going to bring her in every now and then so you can uh, hear her sort of take on the round table and, and how things are going. Thanks for coming. Thanks for being here. She's so not going fresh. anywhere. She's literally just moving. We'll see you on the other side of the window. She's just moving her microphone. <laughs> moving her microphone. Um, okay, so that, that was the first part. So uh, now I'll catch up. I need yes. to say on... You know, people complain about data in this country. Yes. And they complain that um, the data is expensive and things are expensive. Mm-hmm. And I went and upgraded my phone. Okay. And I didn't know what day I'd upgraded my phone or whatever. Yes. Um, to. I didn't actually understand that. But I went through and I did the whole upgrade and there was a bit of a queue, which I didn't understand either, um, on the day. And then when I got to the front, the lady said to me, 
you know that it's Friday the 13th. Oh, wonderful. And Friday the 13th is synonymous with yes. bad luck. Yes. Like terrible luck. Well, in this case, um, it wasn't. Uh, because it was Friday the 13th, MTN were running this, uh, this really cool promotion. And I upgraded oh, my that phone. that you didn't know about. I didn't know about. Mm. So I upgraded Surprise. my phone. And for my contract that I pay like 300 bucks mm. for or whatever per month, they gave me for free. What? For free. So I pay the 300 odd rand per month. But for free, for the next two years, I get 10,000 minutes for free every you, month. What? Every month. 10,000 minutes. Yes. So you're going to just be phoning and phoning, huh? Well, do, should we call? You know? I think we should. Um, <laughs> Who are we going to call? <laughs> so, yeah, I get 10,000 minutes free every month for the next two years. Plus, I get... Is that even possible to use unless six, you're running a switchboard? 65 gigabytes of data for free every month. So my Don't I, even mess around. I think perhaps what I need to tell everybody is if you see another Friday the 13th on the calendar, plan just to upgrade go. your phone. Just go. Because that's what happened. I'm a little, I don't know what to say. Well, don't say anything. Um, <laughs> but how perfect is that for you and your lifestyle and what you do? Well, exactly. I'm going to use a couple of those minutes now. Every week Just from now few. on, every week from now on, and I cannot tell you the uptake that I had on this. Yesterday, I put on, on Facebook that I'm going to give charities, individuals, absolutely anybody, anybody, mm. anybody who wants the airtime, I'm going to give them... 50 seconds of fame. 50 seconds. So you've got to watch the clock. Are you, have you got your clock ready? Definitely. Yes, I, need you I, to, I need you to get your clock ready. ready. So we, every, every week we're going to call someone and we're going to give them 50 seconds of fame. And they can use that opportunity to speak about absolutely anybody they want to. On the line, I'm using my free minutes. To call Faye Emerson, who got, I, I had about 600 responses of people Wowzers. that, that want to do their 50 seconds of fame. But we chose Faye Emerson. Faye, are you there? I am. Hello. Hello. How are you doing, Faye? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Uh, always well, thank you. You're live on The Good Stuff. Um, this show is, is broadcasted live on cliffcentral.com, as well as podcasted afterwards. And we're going to give you 50 seconds. I have no idea what you're going to tell me. So I literally, you know... The, Taking the, a flyer. Um, this, the floor is yours. Uh, are we going to count you down? And then you go ahead with your 50 seconds of fame. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. In three, two, one. Angel... Paradise is a small creche with big dreams. They currently offer affordable or free schooling to a handful of children whose parents work in the area. Most of these children are sponsored through fundraising efforts and donations. That's where I come in. My daughter attends the, the sister school, which is called Angels Country Academy, and they offer affordable homeschooling in the Four Ways area. As I work in events, I've joined forces to help raise funds, which are much needed in order to carry on with this initiative. So I'm planning a market, a new market in the Four Ways area on the 25th of March. It'll be called the Park and Pick Market, held from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. The market aims to offer something for everyone, stalls like gourmet food trucks, local arts and crafts, kids entertainment, car beaches, picnic spots, you name it, you've got it. There'll be a fiber and entrance fee to the market to help us cover costs like security and toilets and that type of jazz. And we try to get some live entertainment, but that's a work in progress. So if anyone would like some further information about the market or the crash, 
they can simply drop me an email at fayemerson at gmail.com or they can phone the principal, Carol, on 061-142-3174. Time up, time up. Thank you, Faye. That's absolutely <laughs> incredible. You just made it. I think you were like three seconds over. We're not going to give you job. a penalty for that. I love what you guys are doing, looking after kids um, that are underprivileged and need it. Uh, it's absolutely amazing. What I'm going to do is take all of your details and put them up online as well, so it'll live there too. Fantastic. Thank Thanks you. Thanks so much, Brent. Absolutely incredible. Have a good day. Thanks, you too. Cheers. Bye. Bye. So that's our new thing, right? If you want to get involved with the 50 Seconds of Fame, it's really, really easy. All you got to do is um, send me an email or send Cliff Central an email. That's or so get amazing. Hold of us I'm on, loving this new opportunity. On cliffcentral.com and we will literally give you the time and the space. Not really the time because it's only 50 seconds. Mm-hmm. And um, we're going to have to come up with some sort of penalty because she went three seconds over. Hmm. So think about that. If you if you can come up with any clever penalties that we should be giving to our our fifty seconds of fame, um, or even just for fun, you know, if you guys want to get involved, you can tweet me. My it's Brentland Brentlandicu. I was going to say Brentlandicu.com. <laughs> it's Brentlandicu. Brentlandicu. It's that easy. Rolling on with the show. It's jam packed today. <gasps> he does have a there book. It is. He does have a book. <laughs> that bucket list wow. guy, Robbie. Kyoten. I can't say it. Kyoten. Neither can anyone else. Kyoten. 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 I think. I've known I you know. since I was seven and I can't say your surname. <laughs> it's okay. It's when, okay. When people say, how do you say it? I usually say the same way my mom does. Kyoten. <laughs> yeah. So, so Rob's has, has written a book. Um, and I've actually got a little lump in my throat and I know, because and we spoke goosebumps. about it the last time. Well, I've been waiting for this for three years. And now you're um, holding it. That we've been speaking about. And it's, yep. it's tangible and it's real and it's in my hands. And, I, you know, for the listeners that might not know about Robbie, um, he might be, and, and please, you have to be... Um, Robs, you have to just say thank you. So sure. he might be the most inspirational South African that I know and that perhaps you would know. Um, he's, he's gone through a lot through his life. Um, I, I don't know if you, does your back, the back of the book sort of tell the story? Yeah, to a point. Okay, so yeah. this is where we go. Left foot, right foot is a journey from the seat of a wheelchair to the summit of the highest mountain on earth. A simple mistake at an indoor climbing gym sentenced Robbie to a year in a wheelchair and put an abrupt halt to his dreams and ambitions as a mountaineer and shattered the aspirations of a regular 28-year-old. This story is more than a biography or just another mountaineering expedition account. It's a journey into hell and back time and again in an awe-inspiring effort to chase the ultimate dream and rebuild a life worth living for. Sure, when you say it like that, I'm the one with the lump in my throat. Mm-hmm. Man alive. He's, sure. His book is real, and it's about his story. And on the, on the, on the front, so his book is called Left Foot, Right Foot, and it says a story about falling down and getting up. I cannot tell you. We've told your story many times on the show. And, um, you know, you, you went from a wheelchair to, to climbing Kili many times um, to climbing Mount yeah. Everest. Uh, how did it feel to have that all in one space, in one – it's it's like wearing your heart on your sleeve, but it's in a book Absolutely. and you're giving it to people. It's – the most exciting, but the most ex- um, excruciatingly terrifying thing as well. Like you say, my heart's on my sleeve. In this book, I get personal. I mm. get this is the raw me at my most vulnerable. 
we're going to commercial break. Um, <laughs> and, um, yeah, it's there for people to see. And, and yeah, the seven years. You said you waited three years. I started writing the first few bits of this book seven years ago. Hmm. And um, I met with Patricia Glynn. She was a, a journalist with 702, and she went on to – uh, cover an Everest expedition And I, I gave her some pieces of paper And I said please read this and tell me what you think And she said It needs work but you've got a story And that was when I was uh, I think there were about 18,000 words This book is 95,000 words now So I mean I- my maths is not great, and that's why I'm on, on, behind this side of the microphone and not behind an accounting book. Yes. But 18,000, I can't fathom, so I, sure. I, I couldn't fathom that in words. Um, for you or for, for our listeners, what goes into writing a book? Like, when do you fit it in? Because you have a job, um, yeah. maybe studying at some point. You're doing your speaking gigs. Uh, you're climbing mountains in between. Yeah. Uh, you have a family. So you have all these things going on. Where, where, when do you find the time? It's a funny thing when it's a, when you get passionate about something, you find the time. You know, I could say the same thing about you. What do you do between two and three in the morning? You know, when you're not busy. But yeah, you find these, and I would often be awake till three o'clock in the morning just writing because I'm in it and it's happening and it's flowing and it's absolutely amazing. Have you always, have you always been a writer? Kind of, kind of. I did okay at school with um, creative writing, that sort of Mm. thing. In the advertising game, I actually studied graphic design. It's always different when it's your own, though. Yeah, for sure. Your biggest critic. Yes. I'll say two things. The hardest thing about writing a book, I I thought climbing the mountain was going to be the hard bit. (laughs) Wow. And secondly is I had to learn to just vomit. You know, you, you... I, I, I guess you're not meaning literally. No, not literally. Yeah, otherwise this <laughs> book could be a little bit stickier. But um, I, I would look at each chapter and try and treat it like a Pulitzer Prize winning piece, mm. a masterpiece. And you take forever on one thing. And the trick is to just vomit it out. Offload. And mm. from there you can chop, change, rearrange, move it, and then start to craft it and, and work it and then work each sentence and, and make sure that you're telling the story the way it actually happened. Yeah. That's if you. So Andy Sorkin is is one of the greatest, um, I believe, screenplay writers of our time. He he yeah. brought us Newsroom um, back in the day. He brought us I think nine two one zero everything else. <laughs> but he's he's done some great work that'll go down in the history books. And his s- sort of analogy is to do exactly that. Yeah. Vomit it out and then craft it to be the best Pulitzer. Every chapter, every word needs For to sure. be offered on a plate to be the best of the best of the best. A- absolutely. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely proud of all 48 chapters. There's not one piece in there that I just chucked in as a bit of glue between two good bits. I'm absolutely proud of every single page, every single photograph. It's, yeah. I mean, and, the, and the story, is it, is it, does it go from the day when the accident happened or is it before? It goes a little bit before, just to give some context, who I was, what I was doing, the life I was on my way to. You mentioned me. Link. Um, on the front page here where it says Dear Brent <laughs> Everyone says that a, a lot of my friends and people are in there yeah. um, Some facts were changed to prove, to protect the innocent No. Yes. no. <laughs> what, what did you get up to on those mountains? Oh whoopsie yeah. No, um, it's, it's all raw, it's all real, it's all absolutely true And oh, well apart from what my memory can't recall due to altitude But yeah, from where I was as a 28 year old art director, copywriter, freelance answer to the accident to the spiral down into the depths of depression hell brink of suicide and then the journey upwards um yeah and during that whole process do you give um your advice as as to what 
helped you get out of the depression and the suicide? Not, I'm not yeah. going to say self-help or motivation, but there has to be something at the crux of it, which, which a reader can take. Definitely. I've written it in such a way that it's never going to be a, get a pen and paper and write this down, you know, stick it on your fridge. But there's, there's nuggets in there that you'll be able to take out and see what I had to do. I mean, cause that was my solution. It can't be everyone's solution, but I, I hope if everyone, I mean, everyone's going to have shit in their life, you know, whether it's abuse, horrible parents, divorces, any, it's, yeah, bad shit's going to happen to everyone. It's what we do with that. You know, yes, you survived cancer. Now ask yourself why. So it, I hope people will walk away with that and mm. say, well, I, I do have a lot of good going. Yes, bad things have happened, but look at what I can do with it. Yeah. Man, that's, it, it, I've said it. You are one of the most inspirational South Africans Thank that I you, know. Thank you, Brent. I do appreciate that. Um, what is, what is the book launch? I mean, it's like a birthday party. So what are you doing for the book launch? I know. Um, the book launch I'm, I'm having at Monte Casino at a restaurant called Prima Filler. The old Master Antonio. Well, it is the Master Antonio. And, um, yeah, I've just invited people that have been a part of the journey, part of the story. You guys are invited. I'd love to see you there. Um, and, and to make sure that the story doesn't stop here, the book sales are going to the next chapter. Yeah. I've got two more mountains to finish this year, to finish the seven summits. Goodness. If you okay, think, but you need to explain that because some yeah. people might not know what the seven summits are. So what okay. are the seven summits? Okay. To, to give a little bit of context, um, if you think this this book launch is going to be a party, if I get it right, I will come home from the last mountain two days before my 40th birthday. That's going to be a party. <laughs> <laughs> but the Seven Summits is something I started 17 years ago. Mm. Um, I climbed Kili first at the age of 22. And then two years later, went on to Aconcagua, which is the highest point. In Sorry, South I just need to make to all our listeners so yeah, that they understand, understand. Um, that you'd broken a lot of your bones and and you were you were wheelchair bound. With the doctors have told you that you might never walk again, yeah. let alone climb mountain. And and after that, you were climbing Kili. Well, yeah. I, 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 by the time my accident happened, I'd been to three of the the highest point on each continent: Mount El, Mount Elbrus in Russia and. Aconcagua, South America, and Kilimanjaro. I'd been back to Kili once or twice taking groups, and yeah, then the accident happened. And yeah, without spilling too much of the beans, I had to use Everest as a reason to get out of bed, a reason to go to physiotherapy, a reason to survive the other five operations to put all the bits and pieces back together. And yeah, my bucket list, my life, everything revolved around this mountain, and it was the only way I could dig myself out of a hole. Because that accident put me in a place where I didn't want to be. This was not the life Robbie chose. Mm. I went from Robbie, that guy who climbs mountains, to Robbie, that guy in the wheelchair. And you can only imagine what that does to you. I mean, I hadn't even had my 30th birthday yet. So, yes, I mean, I, I tell people when I do talks, I wasn't the, the biggest, strongest, tallest, or the first person to climb Mount Everest, just the most determined. Um, I'm the first South African to limp to the top of Everest. That's my claim to fame. Hashtag limp to the top of Everest. Yeah. Limp I don't want to give any more away because yeah. your book launch is going to be there, and I want people to actually buy the book, support you. Um, where cool do they to go support. to do that? Okie dokie. Um, I've got this brilliant sales plan. I was going to go to people and say, would you like to buy my book or can I read it to you? He doesn't really stutter, but that would take a really long time. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. So yeah, at the book launch, we're going to be doing that. Then I've got a couple of signings happening at the Cape Union Mart stores. Cape Union Mart and K-Way are my partners on the next two mountains. Um, I'm a brand ambassador for them. So it's a fantastic partnership. And as things are available, I'm going to make it, um, 
known across all of the social media and the rest of it. It's not a traditional book sale that's going to go to exclusive or all of those. Mm. Um, yeah, because I'm going to be using myself as the platform. So get in touch with me so that I can give you my What's story. What's your website so that people can get in touch my with My website is www.robbyspeaks, R-O-B-B-Y-S-P. E-A-K-S dot com. Thankful for two things. One, that you can spell. Yeah. That means you actually wrote a book. Think about it. And, and two, that you didn't put your surname as your website. No. Because you, no one would go visit it. it. It's quite clever. If you look at it, it's Robbie Speaks, but it's also Robbie's Peaks. Oh, oh man. Play look on words. We're going to put that all up online so that you can get hold of Robbie and Magic. read the book, see his story. He is incredible. One more thing. Uh, yes. Every book that I sell, I'm going to be giving a person a block 10 by 10 centimeters big that's going to go on the banner to go to um, Mount McKinley, Denali in Alaska wow. and to Mount Vincent. So, so yeah. You want to be a part of that. And Absolutely. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the listeners. Absolutely. You want to be a part of that experience. It's going to be incredible. This is the good stuff on Cliff Central. Thank you so much, Rob, for being with us this morning. Awesome. So apparently the new format of the show is, um, we should call it super quick. I feel like I'm on the amazing race. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's, um, you know, there's so many good things that we want to fit into one show. And that's exactly why we're j- trying to jam pack it um, so that you guys can experience those good things and um, have something better to speak about when you're in the, at the dinner table. And have as much fun as us. Water cooler and all of those good things. Um, we also want to know from our listeners, if you have any advice for us on what you want to hear, then you need to let us know as well. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's important too. There are people. Just saying. So every week, uh, we scour the internet to find the top five good news stories for the week. And um, we like bringing these to you because it's the only good news charting show in South Africa. And I believe in my heart of hearts that it matters. Oh, it really does. We want you guys to know what's going on in the world, not just with the politics and the crime and the corruption, but also the good things. So we're going to bring you the top five. Afterwards, we put it up on cliffcentral.com so that you can read all the stories and see the videos and get the pictures. But Kerry... Yes. What do we have at number five? Medicinal cannabis gets the green light in South Africa. Government has taken its first official steps in legalizing the manufacture of marijuana for medicinal use, according to reports by the Mercury. Now, um, personally, why I'm very excited about this, and I'm just going to break down quite quickly, is that um, uh, my dad has cancer. And... Um, if it wasn't for uh, medicine, the, the, the cannabinoids and the oil that he's been taking for the last five years, I probably would have lost him a long time ago. So um, I really, really do believe in this, and I think it's amazing. And uh, this is a very, 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 very big step um, towards many great things. Um, well, it is, right? So it really is. I mean, the com- just the comments on social media of people speaking about this, yes. I must... There's like a, a terms and conditions here. It yeah. hasn't been legalized yet. No. So it's just in the process of getting there. But it's, it's close. The, it's the first couple of steps to getting there. Yes. And um, just the response on, on social media has been incredible. It really has. A friend of mine as well, who's um, she's, she's, she's on um, antidepressants and stuff like that. She's come off of that medication and she's now doing it um, with, with cannabis oil. She's she's replaced it with cannabis oil. So there's there's another side of this as well, and that is that um, cannabis oil people have been using it anywhere. Mm. They've been using it anywhere. They have, and it, I mean it really really is amazing. And I went, I mean I was very much against it in the beginning, and I'm like no, can't do this. It's marijuana. 
But uh, I, you know, we did some research and people kind of like uh, dumped it on me. And um, we're using it. So I say this often when we speak to charities. And one of the only reasons why people care about a certain thing is because they're dealing with it. And Kerry, I'm sorry that, you, that you're dealing with this. But it's, uh, it's really good news. That it's changed my dad's life. It's good news that this has come to the forefront yes, is really what has. I'm saying. Yeah. What I'm and saying. it's amazing. Rad. I'm very excited. We're excited. We're going to put that story up online so that you can get excited too. What do we have at number four? A brilliant mind living on the streets gets a second chance in life. An inspirational South African with a brilliant mind who has been living on the streets has been, giving, uh, been given a second chance in life. If you read this article... And you step into this man's mind and see, you know, what his his outlook on our country is and our people and change and innovation. It is incredible. So if any normal person walks past, um, and what did he say? His uh, he calls himself Sia because it's easier to pronounce. Um, and he lives on the streets in Bryanston. Okay. And um, you would you walk past him? He's dirty. He has different colored shoes. But um, second, who is it that stopped and spoke to it was, him? It was I Have a Name. I it Have was a Name. Yes. The lady from I Have a Name. We featured I her before. She's been on the show. We've spoken to her. She She's the one that does like the humans of New York, but in Johannesburg. Yes. yes. And um, he told her to write down points. And he said, uh, you know, these are these are his uh, instructions. The, apart- uh, the apartment industry, the transport industry, and EA Sport. And he gives her all of this information. But you have to go read the article to understand. Cause because you don't want to go too much into it. He's never had um, he's never finished school no he hasn't he hasn't finished school but he's got all of these great things and and this is why the story matters because the the lady from I Have a Name found him and then she interviewed him and and the community read his story and then they all came together to make a difference for him and they want him to finish school yeah, yeah. So there's a company that's going to sponsor him to finish school. There's someone else who's going to sponsor him or has sponsored him with a home. Yes. Um, they've given him a job. There's there's like a million different things that they've done for one person. And it's it's because someone stopped and just heard his story. Someone spoke Took to him. Took the time out to to make a difference and... and uh uh, what's the word? Like they make a difference in his life. That he matters. Well, I've got a little tear in my eye. <laughs> what's up next? South Africans are turning old plastic Coke bottles into bricks to build structures. Just wow. Bricks are being made to use, uh, made using litter collected at a 5FM beach cleanup and then being used to build a new storage unit at the Masikukuleke, uh, Educare Center in Joslovo. So I'm just going to say, right? Um, the reason why that certain radio station had to do a beach cleanup is because they released thousands of balloons yes. into the atmosphere last year mm-hmm. and the we com- spoke about it and the community were like uh uh-uh. right. Uh, that doesn't work. So they decided instead to do um, this beach cleanup, which was instituted by all the different charities yes. in um, Cape Town. And these bottles, you can actually build structures out of the Coke bottles, out of the two liter, out of the two liter bottles. They turn two them into bricks, plastic, right? Yes. And you 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 put you put other other waste into the bottle just to fill it up, like uh, chip packets and straws and other rubbish. Actually, you know what's cool about that? Plastic what? lasts forever. Yes, it does, and that's why. That's why they're using it because I mean, it's a it's another a solution to our environment problem, our environmental problem, and our waste and just litter. And you, you are a, an advocate of this. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, there's yeah. those Coke bottles. It's an amazing story. We're going to put it up online so that you 
can hear it and read it and do all of those things. Um, Kerry, what's next? Man finds hope for South Africa on the Gau train. His post inspires us all. Um, on a Gau train trip, uh, wait, hold on. On a, a man on a Gau train trip has uh, his faith in South Africa restored, finding hope on a simple commute and inspiring many along the way. So when I read this article, I mean, I read it a few times, and it was almost like you're in a twilight zone. You're looking at it from his through his eyes in one of those sort of like those movies on someone you know someone on a train watching all these different scenarios. And <laughs> Hashtag girl on the train. Exactly, and um, basically he explains all the the. Um, the the diversity of of our community and people coming together on the train, uh, the young helping the old, um, different different cultures all chatting and getting to know each other. Nobody nobody on the train knew anybody else, but they I mean they got to know each other on their commute, and it just made him have a fresh outlook and perspective on how South Africa is changing. It's and a it's a really f- feel good story, and we don't want to give it all away, so we'd rather go and have you guys read it, and we're going to put that up online quickly. What do we have in number one? Man drives hours every day in drought to bring water to wild animals. Uh, a man in Kenya, uh, Tsovo West National Park, has been hailed a hero for traveling hundreds of kilometers every day to deliver fresh water to animals in need. So this man drives hundreds and hundreds of kilometers every single day to fill up the watering holes in the national parks in Kenya because there is a huge drought. And they come to him like, like your pets come to you when you feed them. Because they're thirsty. Yes, they are very thirsty. And if you go and you have a look at the, the video as well, I mean, this man is doing incredible things. And not only that, he teaches uh, children about conservation all over the country as well. It's ab- where, am I, where have I gone? I there you like, are. Am I in? You have Hello? to come close. Am I closer? <laughs> Can you hear me? Yeah, you go. Um, I feel like these stories are just so incredible. Did something happen with my microphone? Yes, I think you unplugged something. I don't know. It sounds a bit funny. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Palessa's going, no, I fixed it. It's fine. Maybe it's just your headphones Thumbs that you up. can't hear. She's which the is fixer. Fine. She's the fixer. Um, all of these stories we'll put up online so that you can get hold of them as well and listen to them, share them. and share them and, you know, just share all the good stuff. Um, but right now, I am blown away by who we have in studio. I'm so excited to introduce you to Veronique. Hello. <laughs> it's amazing to have you in studio. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you. For those of you that, that don't know Veronique, where the F have you been? <laughs> um, v, v has been on our, um, on our radar for, for so long. She's been in the music industry for so long. Mm. And um, so I, I, I'll go back to how this happened. I didn't sleep well on Sunday night. I got a little sick cat. So I have a little problem with my kitty. And um, he woke up at like half one. And then he woke <laughs> me up and he was whatever. So I took him outside and then I couldn't get back to bed. So I went and I, I sat in front of the TV and did a bit of work and, um, and switched on The Voice. Which I don't mm. normally watch. It's not like one of my, my go-tos. Mm. And, um, yeah, so I, I listened to the voice and I was watching it and, and whatever. And the next minute, you appear. Dentally. <laughs> oh, surprise. <laughs> Appears in the voice. And, and I've known Veronique for years and years and years and years and years. And, um, as far as I understand, you entered. So before we get into your audition, you, mm. you entered last year as well. Yes. What was it like? Oh, it was so awful. <laughs> in a nutshell. In a nutshell, yeah. Um, yeah, as you saw in the interview before, I was in a very dark place and I chose like the wrong song because when I get nervous, 
like slow songs are just a big no-no. So I sang a slow song and nobody turned. <laughs> yeah, it sucked. You're, you're, when you say you're in a bad place, what was that sort of like? What were you going through? Uh, I suppose I'd, I'd just come off my medication for, for postpartum depression. I'd mm. been on it for about a year and a half and I'd picked up a lot of weight. So I was like, no, we've got to, we've got to try and crawl our way out of this. So I'd just come off the medication, I think like a, a three months before. But yeah, I still wasn't, you know. You weren't in the right space. Yeah, you weren't in the right headspace. Wasn't in the right headspace. Was still quite big. So and I'm actually grateful they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Last year would have been an absolute mess is, is yes. sort of where we go. Yes. What, what was that whole experience like? Cause the addition, um, from a, from, a viewer, it looks daunting. It's you're sort of walking onto the stage. It's mm. dead quiet. There's a whole audience that don't say a word. You're facing these four chairs that you have no idea. Yeah. Um, you like my insecurities would be going <laughs> off the wall. There would be this alarm. You know, you hit, you hit the nail on the head. Like I never get stage fright ever. Like I can like cool thousands of people. Yeah, let's do it. But it was better this year. But still, like. As you say, it's just so strange because normally it's also the unknown. Yeah, and the audience is like they usually engage with you, mm. and but there's nothing, and then you can just hear your heels like. Click, so it's the click, same because when we when word. we're there, you can you hear that it's as terrifying click, click. as it comes across, and it shouldn't be because it's such a wonderful show and it's so positive, and it's just such a lovely environment. But there's and they don't try to make it. It just is. No, but, but it would be. By its very you, can, nature. you can see it from, as a viewer, you can yeah. actually feel that tension. Yeah. So the production value is amazing, the way they put it together. Um, okay, so you're singing, and you're singing your heart out. I, I could see that you were on stage giving it your all. And you couldn't see, but um, Karen and, and uh, Lyra. Lyra, they were actually going, no, you push the button. No, you push the button. <laughs> and you couldn't thought, see that. Yeah. Like two kids. Yeah. And I was. It was like... Literally a split second before that, I was like, "Ah, it's okay. They're not going to turn. Whatever. I'm going to go out with a bang." And then, as you know, you surrender. Then they're like, at the same time, I didn't even see them turn around. Next thing I look, I'm like, "Oh my god, they turned! I'm going to cry!" Oh, wow. <laughs> was, it, was it quite emotional it when was, that happened? It was so emotional. You didn't like. There were definite tears. But how do you continue even? <laughs> well, then I was like, okay, like I was going to sing some other stupidly high note. I was like, I'm not even going there. I can't do it. It's fine. I don't have to. It's fine. <laughs> man, oh man, watching it was incredible. Um, seeing that reaction and seeing your reaction. And then comes the next step, which is sort of like the next step in the voice mm. is where the ball is almost in your court because you have to then choose who you're going to go with. No, we don't choose that. We don't choose that. We don't know like... What's happening now? No, no, I, I mean, know, I mean when judge. you're on stage, you get to choose which judge you want to go oh, with. Oh, there. I thought yes. you meant like the next stage. No, 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 sta- no, no, oh, no, no, the next no, 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 no. Yes. This okay. stage when you're standing the, on there. We're and still you're at going, the stage. You're going, um, Lyra, who's incredible, Wowzers. or Karen Zoid, who is incredible. I know. They're both, oh, they're both phenomenal. But I was like, yeah, my heart was just like, I think Karen is what I need right now from a, like a performance yes. and a, just like a belief point a of view. Yeah, as a mentor, because she's just phenomenal and her brain is just, I just want to sit there like a little monkey picking it. Mm. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> what is the process from here now? Do you guys start the coaching or like, how, are you in that or how does it work? Yes, well, once you make it onto the show now, um, once all the coaches' teams are full, then we'll go into the battles um, where we get pitted up against another contestant who we don't know. We don't know what song, anything like that. And then from there, um, they've added in the knockouts as well. And then after that, 
the live shows. Man, oh man. Mm. I'm excited to watch I'm it. excited. My heart is racing. So, so like <laughs> I said when I started the show, I wasn't really a voice follower and I wasn't following the mm. voice. And all of a sudden I watched it it's early hours of Monday morning and I was like... <gasps> I'm watching the, and I have someone who I'm going to be like supporting and oh, cheerleading, and I'm like I'm all there because I think it's so flippin' cool. Thank you, and oh, it really cool. is. It's such a stunning show, and the talent on this year is just <gasps> phenomenal. So, yeah, I think it's going to be a, a pretty good season. Is it quite? Um so not, I don't want to say competitive because that's not the word I want to use with regards to the show. Mm. But having such a high caliber of singers, it must inspire yourself to be better and to want to Definitely. sing better and to do better. And yeah, because I mean, we don't often get to, like, if we go and watch another artist, it's usually a big artist, mm. so we we don't get the chance to to listen to these. Undis- this undiscovered talent. So it's amazing when you just when you see what's out there and you're like, hmm better up my game here because these guys are good uh, when, when it comes to singing and, and what you've been doing in the last couple of years since since a year's gone by mm. how, what is your day job what do you normally do? do is it singing is that your heart and soul that is my heart and soul that and day job is being mommy to my gorgeous little four-year-old <laughs> which is, that's a job within itself like yes, that's it really is carries us to go to little yes. ones oh, it's the same sort of part. yeah it's yeah it's interesting trying to juggle rock star mom mm. like you know Play with child, put on face, go work until one o'clock in the morning. Gabriel wakes up, hey mom, six o'clock, let's do it. Okay, okay, fine, we'll do that. So it's a bit of a juggle, but I love both of them equally. 100%. Mm -hmm. So entertainment industry is late nights and it's being in the right places at the right times Mm -hmm. and all of those things. Finding balance. Well, I'm excited. Um, I'm going to play something that you posted this morning. Um, which, I mean, our listeners can, mm. can tweet us in and tell us, you sound better than Adele. And I don't want to say that. Oh, I don't want to say that. Cause oh, if she was, li- if she was listening, Adele, she, I love you. Adele's pretty hardcore. She'd knock me over the head. She'd be like, that's not cool. Don't She'd be like, yeah, whatever. whatever. That's fine. But you posted this this morning and, oh, I um, love her. <laughs> we're going to give our listeners a little, a little idea of what you sound like. Thank you.
Kerry just said it's absolutely effortless. It's thank absolutely you. effortless. Thank you, thank you. Um, you are incredibly talented. That's your dad that you're singing with. He's yeah. he's doing the bass thing there. Yes. And on the show, he's part of th- yes. the bass. Yeah, he was in the band. He was in the band because he he didn't do it last year, and I actually I wanted to keep it as a surprise. Like I didn't want to tell anybody that I auditioned. But then when I found out he was in the band, I was like, ooh. He's kind of well now. I yeah, I can't do that to him. So <laughs> I was like, like a couple of days before, I was like, by the way. You might see me on stage. Just letting you know. <laughs> but he, I mean, he, even him, it was almost like there was a lump in his throat. He was yeah. watching you. It must have been, was it daunting to perform in front of him? It's not because you perform no. with him. No, like I said, somebody else asked me and I said, I think it's more pressure for him because he's like got to try and play and then going, what are they turning? What's happening? <laughs> so I think like my parents have always gotten more nervous for me. Like my mother's like, why are you doing this to me? <sighs> so... Yeah, it was comforting to be able to look around and at least see a familiar face. I knew like pretty much all of the band yeah, though, as well. Yeah. Comfort. The yes. fir- one of the first talks I ever did, I was up on stage and there was 2,000 people in the audience. Oh, just, and a, just a small little d- Just a small oh. little talk that I did. And um, sort of three or four rows in, my mom was sitting there. Oh. And I, I've said this to her before and I hope she's not listening because she listens to the show. Every week. Um, but it was so... It made me anxious. Really? Because the look on her face was... she Because you so know it's your mom. No, 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 no. She was scared for me. Yeah. Like, oh the, the look word. on her face was fearful. As a parent, <laughs> you want the best for your kids. You've you got to be inside, and then on the outside, you're like, you can do this. Inside, you're like, oh, yes, you can do it, my child. <laughs> so through the, through the whole uh, 45 minutes that I was on stage, I just didn't look at her. I like, tried to avoid her completely. It just wasn't It's up. better to talk to the strangers. Oh, yes. Man, oh, man. All right, so the Voice is on every Sunday, and we're going to be following it. We're going to be following your journey. Yes. You've also opened a Facebook page, yes. which is your new, um, I think it's called Veronique. Veronique the, Singer Official. The singer I tried to change official. the name. Like I was like, oh, that's actually not the best name, but they won't let me change it. So Veronique Singer Official it is. Don't worry. When you get to like 500 likes or something, then they let you change the name. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you get to a certain okay, point. Okay, I'm over that. I'm like, just... Just under 800, so, so just sorry. like. So just, just, just like my page. Just go check it, and, mm. and when you get to a certain point, you can okay. change the name. So okay, it can cool. be whatever you want it to be. We're yeah. going to follow that. We're going to put all your details up online so people can follow your journey. Thank you're you. not just posting the stuff from the show. You're also posting, like like this morning, you posted that song yeah. with you and your dad. And yeah, and there's other videos as well and some pictures of me out and about and gigs and stuff like that. So just really sharing That's awesome. my journey as a musician <laughs> and artist. I think it is important to, um, to really back South Africa. African music. Mm. Um, a lot of a lot of the time, we get sucked into this international scene, mm. and and we have so many amazing musicians and talent mm. in our country that I believe in my heart of hearts that we should be um, following you guys and supporting Definitely, you yeah. and going to your gigs and really being there for you because uh, our music is. It's world class. It's mm, world class. Indeed, indeed. Um, you know, so th- that's what I'm going to leave everybody with. That's that what you should do. I'm going to put everything up online so that you can follow V's journey. I call her V. Maybe you should call her Veronique because you don't know her. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, it's been amazing having you on the show. Thank you so much. And Thank I really you. I love your show. It's so rare to have, you know, somebody promoting the good things. We also focused on the negative. So thank you for providing this platform. Thank you. It's all about balance, I say. Yes. Um, <laughs> every week I leave you with a bit of something just so that you can carry with with you throughout uh, the week. When I found it, I did have a chair somewhere. I've lost it now. I had something really nice that I was going to tell you guys. Um, 
So yeah, if you want to catch up on any other of the other shows, they are all live and podcasted on cliffcentral.com. Um, all the shows are there. They're also available on iTunes. We'd love you to subscribe to the channel so that you can catch up with all the good news. I say this every week. I see stuff on social media right now that people are sharing that we spoke about two years ago. Mm-hmm. So the good news <laughs> is like, there. The good news is there. Late. The good news is there. <laughs> but I'm going to leave you with this. I promise if you keep searching for everything beautiful in this world, you will eventually become it. That's what I'm leaving you with. Um, That is the good stuff for this week. I hope you have an incredibly terrific Tuesday.